I'm Alicia Sweeney in the Baltic, joins us in the studio for another open-air session. And since their last visit with us in 2014, the band has transformed from being childhood friends in a high school band in the suburbs, trying to book shows in Denver, to now signing a record deal. They had a performance at Red Rocks, a West Coast tour, and welcome back to the studio, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having Thank us. You. What are you going to play for us first? Uh, this first song is called Lapsing.
In the CPR Performance Studio with the Baltic, this is Open Air from Colorado Public Radio. The song of theirs, Lapsing, and it's an unreleased one. Adam, I'm going to have you introduce the band and who you have today and what you're playing. Okay, well, I'm Adam. This is Ari, Josh, and then Graham. Adam and Ari on guitar. We have Graham on drums and then Josh playing bass. So guys, in 2016, you signed to the Sub Pop affiliate label, Misra Records, a label that's put out albums for larger artists like Phosphorescent and Destroyer and local bands like Landlines and Arc Life. Tell me what happened for you guys. We were talking to Misra for a while and at first it didn't seem like it was going to happen actually. It went a year later, and we kind of ended up talking to them, and they're like, "Let's do this." And we ended up signing, which was really cool, especially for us since uh, that same year, a couple of our friends from Denver actually were signed to Misra as well, um, like right around the same time. So it was kind of like a community was uh, of artists at Denver were being signed at all at the same time, which is kind of awesome. That is. And what are some of the parameters or rules that you have with them? Is it you can define your own? That's yeah, pretty free. Rec- records. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's really like a three-album deal. Um, we just did an EP with them, um, and they're probably going to do three more albums after. It's pretty open. They're very like artist-friendly, which is cool. Yeah. So Mizra is under the beloved indie label Sub Pop, and so for those who don't know what that means, can you explain that? Yeah, we're, like we're, 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 our licensing is through Sub Pop. It's just like umbrellaed over, like some Sub Pop umbrellas over Mizra. Distribution rights. And Sub Pop's like legendary. Do you think it makes it so that you can have more ears hearing your music or the possibility of more people? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like it's great on paper. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like more like a lot of a name brand thing too. Oh yeah, definitely. People hear Sub Pop, they're like, really? Legends. <laughs> so last time you were here, you were still in high school. Did you imagine that you would all still be in a band together? Absolutely. Yeah, actually, 100%. we were pretty confident about it. Like, we don't, I don't really see it ending anytime soon. We always, like, joke around, like, the band's falling apart. And, like, <laughs> and then it's like, you've been saying that for 10 years. <laughs> it's like so middle school. You, so you started when you were middle school? Yeah. Even as further back? Yeah. The but core trio? The first time me and Graham played was in uh, our sixth grade, like, ta- uh, talent show. It was, like, well, Battle we, of the Bands. We, we didn't get in. We didn't get in. <laughs> yeah. You were, was, called, you were called Peanut Butter Stands. Yeah, I played, like, the same riff for, like, seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And then our lead singer started crying and left. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys are in colleges all over, you know, both coasts, like New York, California, and then two of you here in in Colorado. How do you manage to stay together and play together, I guess? It's really hard. hard. We we send each other a lot of audio files, and we write songs that way. Or I just write, like, a whole song, or Adam writes a whole song, and then we play it during breaks. And then we try to get as much momentum as we can during the breaks. It's always super hard to like leave because everyone's like excited, excited, and then we leave and then just kind of like forgotten. So it's like our social media has to be like A plus, and then we come back and we're kind of in like, the same position. Mm-hmm. I'm like really excited for after college where we can live together. It also lets us like plan ahead a lot, and it like kind of forces us to keep like a very long term mindset with it, which is kind of beneficial. You know, like yeah. setting a plan in the future like that and. You have to give yourself a lot of time to work on something, so it works out. The other really nice thing about uh, just kind of like sending each other things when we're away from each other is, you know, um, once we get to come back, you know, really, really pulling the song together, you know, we get to hear uh, little like demos, like acoustic guitar demos or whatever, you know, and then when we actually get back together as a band, it finally sounds like a full song, which is which is always nice since then. Uh, like that's actually everyone participating in it and stuff. So. Yeah. You're going to play the song Leather next. Uh, Set this one up for us. Uh. 
Um, it's about an atomic bomb. Yeah. Wiping out a city. It's the Baltic and the CPR Performance Studio here in the open air.
It's a new year and we're getting new songs from the Baltic here in the open air in our performance studio. So what is the plan for 2017 as far as putting out new music? We'll release a single probably in the summer and then hopefully an album at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. You're all in your junior year of college, and Graham, for you, you'll be heading out for semester at sea for this semester. Oh, yeah. uh, how yeah. how will you be able to stay connected and, and work on an album together, or is the idea you'll wait till summertime? I don't know. I'll probably write some stuff on the boat. It's usually just like writing and then just sending out stuff, so I can do that during email and when I'm at, at port or dock or something. Yeah. It was, it was actually like, uh, it was hard because um, usually we end up... Uh, getting together at least once during the semester um, to either play shows or, um, you know, record something. Like, this past fall, we went to New York and played two shows. Uh, we went out for a weekend. Um, and so, like, you know, that was the conflict of, you know, Graham going away, you know, for the entirety of the semester was that we couldn't get to do something. But, you know, like you said, you know, we're writing most of the time when we're back together, like, finishing stuff, and um, everyone can write on their own anyway. So the Denver Film Center books local bands to play music before their annual summertime movie screenings at Red Rocks, and summer 2016, you guys were asked to play. Tell me about performing on the iconic stage. <laughs> scary. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was scary. It was, didn't feel like it was, like, an actual moment in my life. <laughs> yeah, it was really crazy. I don't yeah. know, it's crazy that you're, like, there, and then, like, you're playing your own songs. And you, like the things you wrote at home and then like thousands of people listening even though they're not there for you but I mean it's insane they don't look like they don't look like people I bet it was and it was like really like funny for like Ari because I was like the third show he's ever played with us and it's like yeah, it was, like really deceiving it was really surreal yeah really deceiving we did like a Lost Lake show and then Red the Rock next day like whoa <laughs> <laughs> Ari's the newest member of the band rounding out uh, the, the four piece so let's talk inspiration you know Shoegaze music revival is going on you guys obviously play into that there's bands like Slow Dive and Ride you have said influence you and they were kind of around before you were even born uh, what inspires you about their music? just something about it's the, way ahead of it's time yeah like and just the atmosphere yeah. it's, it's a strange feeling when you listen to it it's not like any other music you get like a weird rush of like I don't know. It's really hard to explain. Yeah, like a, you, a wave of relaxation. Or yeah, we find ourselves really getting lost in it when we listen to it because there's really a lot of emotion like in the sounds yeah. of the music that we haven't really been able to find in other genres. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. also like a ton of space in that music like that uh, a lot of other music doesn't really have and combined with the, the emotional and then all this atmosphere that it creates is just kind of like, uh, you know, something really special. <laughs> yeah. Well, your final song today is called Millions. Uh, tell me the backstory on this one. Who wrote it? I wrote it in boat, New York. Boat guy. Millions of people. Million, uh, yeah, it's another Tonk Bomb story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It's a lot heavier. That was like the one thing. I was really worried to show the band when I wrote it in New York. Um, and they, they, were, they were down. <laughs> well, yeah. it's new music from the Baltic in the CPR Performance Studio.
from the Baltic in the CPR Performance Studio. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. Yeah, Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you for you. having us. Yeah, best of luck not only in music but in college too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hope to see you soon. Yeah. There we go. This has been another open-air session from Colorado Public Radio. I'm Alicia Sweeney. Our audio engineer is Matt Hers. Irvin Coffey running the cameras today. And to find more open-air sessions, videos, podcasts, and more, visit our website, openaircpr.org.